Hello, hello. This Hi. is me on my mic. This is hello. you on your mic. Hello, hello, hello. Is it working? Hello, hello. Do you like it? Hello, hello. You do. You go, and then I'll go. Okay. What? Huh? How are we doing? Sound. <laughs> Welcome back to the Don't Mom Alone podcast. I'm your host, Tyler McFadden, and this is still the place where I get to walk alongside you and connect you with people and resources so you know that you don't mom alone. And the way we do it, the first Friday of the month, is we get sidetracked with Cynthia Yanoff and Heather McFadden. That's right. Today, we're getting sidetracked with all things fall, homecoming, pumpkin pictures, answering your questions about getting caught up in the comparison trap, and can we just help siblings get along? all these things and more. Are you tracking? Let's get right to it. Here we go. So you tried to share that we went on a date and you may have accidentally made it look like you're getting divorced. We just want to clear the air. You and Mike are thriving. (laughs) Despite our marriage book uh, episode, you're doing great. Well, yes. Ever since I got the four copies of that marriage book, our marriage is fine. Thank you, everyone. No, you were so kind to invite me to a comedy club night, which I so appreciated. And free dinner. Oh, yeah. And a free dinner. And, Thank you, Robin um, Pugh and your team. Yeah. Thanks for having us. That was fun. And so then I was trying to be like all Heather McFadden about it and post on my social. And then I went back and read it like a day later after it was posted. And I realized it totally sounded, I was like, I haven't been asked to be someone's plus one in a long time. And <laughs> and I was jokingly saying I follow biblical standards and dating. And then I read it. I'm like, oh my gosh, it looks like I'm getting a divorce. So I had to, um, I had to alter it. But that was a fun night. You and I went to a comedy club. I mean, it's good to learn from professionals, I think. I thought I was funny. Like, I, I'm just telling everyone, listen, listeners. I think people know that you think I think funny. I'm funny. <laughs> it's kind of like, we're best friends. Well, you, you, I'm your best friend. It's kind of like, <laughs> I'm funny. Well, you think you're funny. I do. I like, no. As I long as you're I'm, laughing. Yeah. And, and at least someone else. But yeah, I'm, someone so, and we went there and I'm like, oh, I'm not funny. This was, okay, y'all, if, if Dallas, shout out. If you're in the area, it's called Four Day Weekend, mm-hmm. and it's improv. So it's a little different than like mm-hmm. the stand-up that we shared about um, on the previous episode. This is like they're making it up in the moment based yeah. on the audience's suggestions, and that's impressive. Okay, so it'd be like this. <laughs> it'd gonna, be like are you going to try to be funny right now? No, no, I'm going to let you be funny. I, it would be like me saying, Heather... I'm really sad. My dog died yesterday. Stop. It really did happen to you guys. It's so sad. And and um, it's been a really bad week. And then you break out into a song rhyming with my dog dying and making yeah. it laugh. So let's hear what you got in your improv. No, I don't. I'm not an improv person. No, come on. What you got? Tell me why <laughs> ain't nothing <laughs> but, but some cancer. Dog. Tell me why you gotta <laughs> put him to sleep today tell me why i don't want to spend 20 grand on my golden doodle although they didn't give you a price tag that's the hardest part when you go into a vet and they tell you your dog's sick when they tell you you can spend this much and it will save them for two days you're kind of like but they didn't even do that which is so kind no they were so great and um, by the way you can sing i love that about oh, you you yeah. shouldn't do improv but you can sing and um and we aren't like we're not funny everyone so now this has become serious like it's a sidetracked well we were going to record yesterday i know and it's hard to record a comedy podcast when you're grieving i know 
And, and you might my, still be. I'm you're just like still. putting on your big girl I am, panties. And, you guys, I'm not even a dog person. And that's what's been shocking. And I go and I didn't know she was really sick. And then I get there and the, yeah. And they, we had to put her to sleep and I had to make the call. And the vet was so compassionate because he's like, there's no decision point, which I'm so grateful for because I didn't have to go through the whole process. But yeah, it's been a little journey over here. So Heather bought she's me these kind of really. She's tearing up now. No, I'm not. You Am are I? A little bit. Okay. She bought me these really pretty flowers. Like She's very gray. sweet. Okay. But moving on to the comedy club, let me tell you something. Well, I thought, what do you get? You don't want to get regular flowers because this is the thing, people. If you know someone who's grieving, yeah. I will tell you, a lot of people bought us flowers when my dad passed away, which dad, dog, very different. I get that. But flowers die and it's another reminder. It's like, oh, and even the flowers die. So a plant, unless you don't mm-hmm. have a green thumb, do you have a green thumb? ish enough ish i mean i feel like moms you're just they don't live very long i, I love know. a mom though because i love fall okay the good. circle of life <laughs> okay um okay oh we made it through fall. the gauntlet of back to school three schools for me wait can oh, I, am I still singing can i go back one second i'm so no. sorry i'm sidetracked on sidetrack side real quick back to the comedy thing so we posted something i put on my social it was fine all that my son said and he, he commented to he our commented, picture which is so weird because like our sons barely act like we exist like they're like oh yeah. gosh they're on the yeah. interwebs again these people interwebs. but he put tough right t-u-f-f and i was like i'm sorry huh and then heather's like oh, you're like tell me more what do you mean by that tough. what does this mean to you like is do i look like a linebacker in the picture Am I- or like wow that's tough that's like a tough day like a hard day or like- tough like embarrassing y'all went to a comedy club anyway so i didn't understand and heather had to send me like a reference or her boys were calling something tough and we figured that out together but i wanted to tell you you know how they tough sp- is good by the way tough is good you know how they speak a language right these teens everyone you yeah, know riz, and riz w all those- riz which jason bateman thought w riz meant um wild charisma or winning char- it's it's a win it's oh, a okay. w like your win like an l is lose yeah yeah anyway sidetracked Yes. Oh my so gosh. what is Jason your story? Bateman. Okay, so listen, <laughs> we threw this one out on my kids. We also can speak a language, you guys. And I just was thinking out this. When our kids were younger, um, like our language doesn't always translate backwards to them, right? And so we we're in the car with um, the grandparents. And my my father-in-law says something. My kids are being naughty. I'm like, do I need to spank someone like joking? Like, I will get my making a joke about, you know, like I'm going to pull out my hairbrush like my mom used to do and spank us in the car or whatever. Yeah. On the knee or whatever. Okay, don't and send us your DMs. We know spanking. We time. know everyone's yeah. fine. So my father-in-law says, oh, I'll tell you what. When your dad, my husband, when your dad was naughty, Bootsy, the grandmother, <laughs> I would just get Bootsy's thong and I would spank our kids. I would get- Bootsy's thong should be a band name. Bootsy's thong. No. Bootsy's thong, which is okay, a flip flop. It's a flip flop. It's not a thong, you guys. But when you put it in our notes, spanking with a thong, I was like, that's not going to hurt unless you're flinging it at him. <laughs> what? Okay, give me your thigh. I'm gonna fling it at you. I'm fling it at you. This is not a rubber I've band. Been, I've been spanked with a paint stir. That'll sting. Oh, yes. paint stir. The edge. You know. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The rod of correction. I don't know oh what uh, they sold those. Did you ever go to a mops meeting and people were selling rods of correction and they were a little leather strap? Oh my gosh. I, I mean, really, we might have be bringing up people's trauma. So I'm so sorry. We should put a trauma. trauma warning on this, oh, this part gets of the episode. Tra- There's We're probably so with the dog and then the... Oh my gosh. This whole episode is a warning. Boots, okay. Bootsy's thong. I want everyone, please... <laughs> 
Will you tell your kids later today if they're naughty that you're going to spank them with your thong? No. <laughs> Please, everyone. We just parenting need to know. tips. We this just want to all for the parenting okay. tips. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. fall. Okay. It's fall, y'all. Finally. Yay. It's not sweater weather. No. Not gosh, yet. No. Not. No. Not in Texas. It's not fall here. But mm-hmm. I do feel like we made it through the gauntlet. That was a lot for me. It was exhausting. And I've I've been on the sidelines with a few moms who are like, man, I'm just. And I said, I think any free time you had was filled with back to school events Mm -hmm. and keeping up and making sure you have everything. And so we're finally breathing, like we're finally into the routine and I'm just revving up for HOCO season as a high school mom. Yeah. Homecoming is coming. And yeah, you you just have, you have one to do that. I have one in right now, one high school at the moment. Yeah. And you know, and shout out if she's listening, because I think she listens to this podcast, but the mom of the the mom of the date, date, um, she was really sweet. And she sent me like a week or two ago and she's like, Hey, we haven't really like locked in on the dress. I hope this doesn't mess you up on ordering flowers. And I'm like, have you met me? (laughs) Like I will, well, it'll be like flowers. Oh no. It's the Thursday before homecoming, but it is a whole thing. And it's a whole thing. And I've, so I've had a girl that go through and you yeah. like girl moms hear me. We're all like, Oh my gosh, it's like a whole thing. And it is a production in terms of coordinating hair and makeup. If you do it's all that, day. like, and it's totally fine to spray not spray tan now. hair, makeup, spray tan. What do they call it? Like orange Thursday. Cause they all get spray tanned <laughs> the Thursday before and they look like Cheetos. Um, there's the whole thing at the girl and then you buy the dress and all that. And you're like, this is really pricey. And then you have a boy and you're like, Oh no, that's a whole nother level. Cause they're not primping and all that. But suits aren't cheap, and they typically don't want to rewear, nor do they fit in it again. Not necessarily, yeah. Yeah, and then you're buying the flowers, right? And then you're and buying the tickets. the tickets and the dinner and maybe. And then here's the deal. One of my boys' high schools, it's a separate weekend is the homecoming game. Oh, Where you okay. get the mom because mm-hmm. we're in Texas. And mm-hmm. So there's mums, which you've already probably all heard about. This is different from the mums I bought Cynthia. This right. is a mom that a girl wears. <laughs> I'm not wearing mine around my neck. <laughs> it would have been awesome if I'd made you a mom with ribbons with Let's like do your that. dog's name on it as like a memory. Okay, too soon. Too soon. But I'm just saying like moms that if you literally you just have to Google Texas moms. If you, I feel like at this point it's around the internet enough that people know what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If but not, we it, can always post. But those few. are like a hundred bucks. Our school and my other son's school, you pay people to make them and moms make them. At the school, yeah. Yeah, but other schools. You go out and you get You it. have to buy all the ribbons. Right. And you go to the Hobby Lobby and the ribbon aisle's like what empty. Would be, what would be on your mom? Like for my, my son did his girlfriend's mom. And so it had like a yearbook thing and it had a little softball thing. And it you had You picked the little trinkets that hang like it, Yeah, it had trinkets. Like yeah. if they I was cost making. cost money. Each one costs money. Right. If I was making a Heather McFadden. What would be on my mom? Mom. What would my add-ons be? Drama. Okay. I was in, I mean, are we talking about when I was in high school or now? No, today. Oh, um, paint by number. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing gets you a hot date to the homecoming. <laughs> paint by number, people. Uh, I would say movies okay. for sure. Okay. Um, Kava. Pil- Pilates and Kava. Kava. <laughs> Pilates and Kava. You'd have me. If you're like, Heather, let's go do Pilates and then we're going to get Kava. Sold. Highest bidder. I'm ready. Let's go. Somebody out there is listening to this. And they're like, I make really good moms. I, we would like to ask you to make us a mom. And um, what would be on your mom? Would there be some perk? What, what would be on you? your mom? My mom. Your laptop. <laughs> My laptop. Because you're, you're working a lot now with uh, yeah. all this stuff you got. Yeah. 
Um, I what would be maybe a, a microphone for mesmerized like for the oh podcast. My. Oh, I guess I should have. You could have too. a microphone too. You have a <laughs> thank podcast. you. Ten years. It's fine. Um, yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Um, I put a microphone on there. Maybe a Jeep because you know we're not going to yeah. go into that. But I have a Jeep. I just don't yeah, drive it much. That, a yeah. Jeep. Um, I think I would put maybe like Chick Fil A because I hang out there with the little a lot. A giant Whataburger and a cup. huge Whataburger cup. Whataburger yeah. cup. And then something comedy because I'm funny. I put a ha ha. Would either neither of us said mahjong. But oh, we mahjong. both would need a mahjong tile on there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, no, we've got then, a lot. These would be heavy. I would put sidetracked on it too. Um. I, because I do a little promo of our show. <laughs> Stop. Speaking of uncomfortable and heavy, I can't think of something more uncomfortable than a bra that you are suffering through, especially when it's got bulky fabric or underwire. I will tell you, I've discovered Honey Love and their features are so fantastic. It's supportive, no underwire, they have lift, it's soft, it's even pretty. Like if you don't want to have to wear a whole camisole under a shirt, but you want to have a little, you have like a low cut top, the Honey Love crossover bra is my go-to because not only, like I said many times, is it comfortable and supportive, it looks really pretty. And also the backs on these bras, they don't bunch up because of the way they designed this smoothing fabric to prevent any kind of bulging. They even have a more relaxed lounge bra, their V bra, and it is not like creating this uniboob effect. <laughs> and it doesn't stop there. Honey Love has more than just bras. They have shapewear, tanks, leggings, and they've got you covered for whether you're going every day, you're working out, you're going to a wedding. So treat yourself to the best bras on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com forward slash DMA. Use our link to get 20% off honeylove.com forward slash DMA. Cinched, snatched, and lifted. It's hot girl season thanks to Honey Love. Okay, speaking of bras. Yeah. And we were speaking of them because that was the ad, everyone. Yeah. Okay. Honey love. Honey love. Okay. Speaking of bras, I don't know why I'm telling all the grandparents stories today, but one is other kind of funny. Is this about Bootsy? No, yeah. this isn't Bootsy. This is Granddot. The other, my Wait, mom. Granddot? I'm yeah. always chronicle. Dorothy. Like, good. Granddot, when she was in high school, homecoming. Let's go back to homecoming. Um, My mom was getting ready for her homecoming dance. And so a really, really, really cute boy in her school, small school, had asked her, not a boyfriend. like, uh, And so she was like giddy about it. So she goes and she has this long dress. They wear a long dress then at homecoming. I think, so yeah. Maybe Freshman at TZA they do. Yeah. Okay. okay. So they wear a long dress. So she had on her dress. She'd done all the things. And so she went in her mom's room to look at herself in the long mirror and her mom's like beautiful. And so the guy gets there, she goes, they take pictures, they do all the stuff. And she's walking out to the car with him, just the two of them. And he's like, just kind of acting awkward and kind of stopping and starting. And she's like, what in the world? And finally they get to the car and he's like, um, you have something that's pulling behind your dress. And she looks down, she had this full lace dress and attached to the bottom hemline of the dress was her mom's like 44 double triple D bra that had been picked up while she went in her mom's room (laughs) to look at the folding mirror. She was dragging this giant bra. Yes. And so sometimes when I speak, so once in a while I'll tell that story and I always talk about like, we're kind of all dragging a little something behind us in life. And sometimes, you know what, sometimes we don't. And so we kind of need to be 
Let's be vigilant. Let's be aware of the things that might be trailing us that we might need to be dealing trailing with. Trailing us and uh, giving a wrong identity. Like he was probably like, wow. <laughs> that belongs to her. Wow. Score. <laughs> Double D. All right. Okay. But, but do you remember the season when mm-hmm. it was all about getting the perfect pumpkin picture? I wrote about this in Don't Mom Alone. But like. The pressure to get all of my boys to the Arboretum, which is here in Dallas, in mm-hmm. front of some pumpkins mm-hmm. and get a cute pumpkin picture. Mm-hmm. I put so much, there's so much crying, me and them. No? You didn't Oh this? my gosh, yeah. Let's, can we post a couple of those? Let's post yeah. a couple. We need some pumpkin I have pictures. one of, and I put them in like, it, it went one of two ways, like the cutest. I always put them in the cutest outfits, right? Your orange and browns and yeah. your gap and all the things, right? And it was either 99 degrees in Dallas and my kids were sweating totally. to death. I'm like, I don't care. You have on cute tights and your pumpkin dress and you'd be happy about it. Yeah. Or... I put it, I, what I had them in was not even warm enough and they're like freezing, freezing. and they're, it's you know, hard to just, know. you never know. You yeah. Never I have them and they're falling over next to pumpkins. I'm just going to say it's, something. It, the hay is itchy too. Oh, the hay. I'm not sure we've had a cute pumpkin picture, but I love them. So to this day I go down to the farmer's market with my youngest and I buy myself some mums and like, I don't know, a bale wow. of hay that probably has mice in it. And then I... <laughs> I slap my children's whoever's there on that and I'm, and I get the picture and everybody's like, oh, but yeah, let's post some of those. Um, yes, you get your picture. Here's the story. When I had two kids, I was totally momming alone. I had a newborn and a two-year-old. Okay. I show up at the Arboretum and I see that my church's mops group is there, but oh. I thought mops and now they're about to change the brand. Did you know that? To huh. mom co mom co oh, which is good because i thought it was for mothers of actual preschoolers and i had a two-year-old and a it is newborn it? it's for anyone under school age oh Pre- i put mine in early schoolers like before oh. school anyway so what's mom co mean that's uh, i don't know for okay, moms a company of moms i don't know <laughs> <laughs> mom brigade mom brigade but i'm here and they're all together and all the mentors are there and i'm like totally alone with my two-year-old my newborn sweating it out like you were just saying and the newborn starts crying ready to eat Mm. thankfully i had pumped ahead i was so prepared getting the bottle out the two-year-old's losing his mind one of the mentors comes over and she's like and she had a british accent and i've told this story at mops groups and if you've heard it just listen to it again and she says may i help you and i'm like no i'm fine lie of the century we Mm -hmm. say we're fine i'm obviously not fine i mean you're never fine when you say you're fine everyone never fine but i did not want to accept help because good moms don't ask for help is what i believed yeah right she thankfully is a really good mentor and she said does the toddler have a snack like she gave a specific (laughs) thing that she could do to help and i was like oh yeah snack um, and I pointed to the diaper bag and she gets out the snack and she goes to hand it to him. And he grumps so bad, turns his head away from this British woman, <laughs> denies like her whole offer of kindness. Mm-hmm. And I'm horrified. Yeah. I mean, no, as a, if you saw a two-year-old do that, that's you like, wouldn't think. That's but back no then, big deal. Back then, it's a reflection oh, on you. You think. I had not worked through all of my right, issues. Right, me neither. So uh, I start apologizing. I'm so sorry. It's hot out. It's about to be nap time. He's teething. Mm-hmm. I am saying literally everything. Yes, I can pull them all out of the toolbox. She goes, dead in the eyes. She looks at me and she says, why as mothers do we feel like we need to apologize for our children? If he wants to be a jerk, let him be a jerk. <laughs> and you know me, I just started crying. And I'm like, I'm a bad mom because I don't let him be a jerk. <laughs> but that's I a mean, great line. Right. It, let it him- was be yeah. a jerk. 
it was so helpful from then on out to really set myself free. And we talked about that on Monday's episode with Vila of like, let them be their own people. But yeah, that's what I think of a fall. I think pumpkins, sweating, doing the like multiple kid dance and let them be a jerk. Your British accents. Like for real. Okay. Mm -hmm. Real quick though, before we leave fall, one other thing I wanted to mention fall is the kickoff to the holiday season. Oh, all the burrs. All the things. What? Oh, yeah, yeah. September, October. October. Okay. And so my birthday is right before Halloween, so I do enjoy Halloween. I mean, not like your neighbor does, but I do enjoy (laughs) Halloween. And so I'll say no more there. But um, I start watching. I need you to know something, everyone. I need everyone to know this. This is not a sponsor, but they should be. I enjoy QVC for six weeks of the year, and it starts around... October. And you just watch it or you purchase things? I do do not purchase. Here's what I want you to know. And QVC, you should sponsor us because I'm talking at you. I really believe that I would be good at QVC because I don't know if you guys watch them. Flip it on everyone. And don't go HSN. Don't try to go high end. Okay. It's Sam's versus Costco, right? Like we're going QVC at Sam's. Okay. And so I turn it on. I think it's so mesmerizing because I didn't mean that as a plug on my podcast, but it was one. I didn't mean that, but I think it's so mesmerizing because I literally could not care one bit about your dumb trinket. And by the end, I'm like, I got to have it. Like it is so compelling. The the salesmanship. The salesmanship. And I'm like, I would be good at that. I can talk about nothing. Literally. We're sitting here doing it. I can talk about nothing. And you could convince me to buy I think I could. And so I start walking. The reason it's this time of year and it's six weeks is because they start doing the holiday push, right? I love, love Thanksgiving, Christmas. Everyone does it mostly. But I mean, like I have a weird like. So they're selling like themed Thanksgiving things? Maybe not as much. That's the food. So they're like, um, you've got to order your beef tenderloin. Like, sure you do. And they're going to cut that beef tenderloin yes they sell and they cut it and they let it drip and they take bites like oh this is they're selling beef on qvc i have been totally out of it i thought thought i was selling like jewelry and okay and so then they sell this camera ray's clothing yes and christmas trees love her christmas trees they're gonna sell you some garland they're gonna sell you some meemaw like old time ornament for this Oh, you know, I don't do anything. So, um, no, I turn it on sometimes like at night, like if I'm making dinner or really late at night when I'm tired and I'll flip it on. And then my husband comes in and then we start getting cracked up and we're like, I do need that nine piece mixing bowl nesting set, which you do because your kid broke it yours the other night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, I just want everyone to tell. Oh yeah. That was, that's what happened while we were at the comedy club. Yeah. I was like, oh wait, we were about to take a picture and I saw my phone unknown was calling which I said, oh, this is my son. You're like, how did you even know that it was him? It's the Alexa. He calls through the Alexa. Oh, okay. And it says unknown. And he had, was making mac and cheese for his brother, which so sweet. Grabbing a bowl, knocks over 10 of the bowls, and they're all like smashed all over the mm-hmm. ground. And I'm telling you what, I came home and there was shards still. Like it looked like there had been And my an other son was sitting on the counter because his foot had been cut by oh. the shards. So it was a situation. Yeah, we're going to need – I need bowls from – So I just want y'all to watch QVC. It's that time of year. And I'm just telling you by the end, I've purchased a few things over the years there. Look up Halo. That's one of my big ones for your car. I do swear by the Halo. I have a weird thing about the Halo. What? It's like a small box and it jumps your car. Like even like our huge cars, it jumps it. It has an air tire pressure thing. It puts air in your tires. It's all this little (laughs) tiny thing. I put it on my college kid high school cars. But anyway, it's QVC time of year. And if you watch QVC, if there's an item. I don't know that I'm going to do this. 
Yes, you are, people. I did. I want to have a favorite things party this oh. year where you have to bring your favorite QVC item, like random item, not like I think this is a seriously great item, but like hilarious. So there you wasn't go. there a um, movie about a gal who created the mop that you could it would ring it out itself? I remember that. And one. it was she, she got big because she was on QVC. Like, who makes a movie about that? It was a fascinating movie about a young <laughs> entrepreneur. Speaking of amazing young entrepreneurs, one of the things I loved and wanted to work with Thrive Cosmetics is hearing the story of the creator and how she had a friend who was walking through cancer and cancer treatment, and she wanted to create a beauty line that was 100% vegan, cruelty-free, clean products with high performance, and also give back to communities so they could thrive. That's why it's called Thrive Cause. It's spelled cause like a cause, something you do for other people. So it supports communities uh, and these products work. So it's like bing, bang, boom. You get the clean product, you give the giving back and they really work. I'm telling you every single day I use the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. It lasts me all day. I have kind of close set eyes and so typically other mascaras, it starts getting like dark circles under my eyes because of the flaking or the smudging. Not with Thrive Cosmetics. It looks like lash extensions, but I don't have the damage from glue or the salon prices. And here's my favorite part. It removes so easily. It just slides right off with warm water and a washcloth. And it's nourishing my eyelashes so they grow stronger and longer. And that's why they look like lash extensions. They have this flake-free tubing formula that wraps around each lash. It lengthens and defines the lash. If you're going to cry, it's not going to be all smeary all over your face, but it's going to stay. Amazing. Thrive Cosmetics is a luxury beauty brand that gives back. And right now you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com forward slash D-M-A. That's Thrive Cosmetics. It's spelled C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash D-M-A. And for every product purchased, like I said, Thrive Cosmetics is donating products and funds to help communities thrive. So you can be a part of that. Go check it out. Thrivecosmetics.com forward slash DMA. So we reached out to some of y'all to get ideas on what we should get sidetracked on. Obviously, we're really good at getting sidetracked on ourselves. Very good. But y'all had some thoughts. And one was the comparison trap. Comparing to other moms, comparing to other houses, comparing to other financials. I mean, are you comparing to my African mass? And you're thinking, wow. That are hanging on the wall over here? They're hanging above I the am. computer. I mean, I just think, yeah, comparison trap, of course. It's like a constant. That's a good one. I mean, yeah. don't you, I mean. Yeah, that's a hard one. And I think like. Do you even get caught up? It seems like you don't care. No, I care, but only about the things I care about. Right. And so like there's like, aren't we all that way? Like there's certain things that aren't going to ring my bell that I'm like, "Mm, okay. Yeah. Good for you. You be you, Molly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But then there's things I'm like, Ooh. And like, if you tap into achievement for me, like that's hard for me. Some of those things that I know are a problem, like I have to work through. And so I think, I mean, my thoughts are a couple one, yeah. like we all have that quote on our desk. Is it Teddy Roosevelt? That's like, Here, comparison is a thief of joy. Oh, which is not actually his. I had to Google it when I researched for my book. Oh, really? Yeah. There's another person that said it before. Him. He he, like 
AI that ChatGPT right? Yeah. Um, but okay, so my, so we know we shouldn't do it. We, yeah, but practically speaking, like, what does that actually mean? And so I think you're on a really good path if you actually know the things that are going to get to you. Mm. Like, and so being kind of vigilant about that, like, okay, wait, that does bother me. And I see that bother me a lot. And why mm-hmm. is that digging in a little bit on that mm-hmm. has been something that's kind of helped me. But then the other thing I'm was just kind of getting curious, like, oh, yeah. noticing, huh, I'm not, right. not being very content here and I'm comparing and I wonder why. What right. am I, what's going on in me? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and as you're saying that, I'm thinking this, do you struggle more in comparison? You don't have to answer this if you don't want to. No, but answer. we're going Jerry Springer here. Yeah, so, tell me. Um, No, but do you struggle more in comparison, like when you're looking at pe- your peers or do you struggle more in comparison when it's things that would impact your children? Hmm. I think my issue in general is comparison all the time interesting like trying to feel see where i fit and always that feeling of falling short like there's something wrong with me Mm. that i don't know how to do this or that i fail in this area Mm -hmm. of homemaking or with my kids or you know yeah with other with mom social things like i always am comparing See, that just took really any air out of jokes I was going to make about what you because gonna... then I felt like now I'm like, oh, oh okay. Yeah, so well, she's should... real insecure uh-huh. about oh, this. No, I yeah, don't no, yeah. Oh. no, that's good. I mean, you're aware that that's something. Oh, that... yeah. And so for me, I, it's only certain things. But I was reading this book and that has like been like so life-changing only because the season I'm in. But I've been listening to it on audio, actually. And it's called this dream's not for you. Maybe mm-hmm. it's that dream's not for you. Something mm-hmm. similar to that. I think his name is um, Wade mm-hmm. Joy, I believe. And here's something that really struck me in that is that sometimes I fall into this trap of like a dream I've had in my head that I've thought my whole life was going to be something. When it doesn't happen, I either one, am I identified by the failure of that dream? So let's say my dream, this was not my dream, but let's say my dream is that I'm going to be on QVC. Yeah, All right. Well, the totally. fact I didn't make it to QVC, I have a couple of choices in my head. I can either say, I'm not good enough for QBC. And so I put my identity in the fact that dream didn't come true. Or two, I can say God's not good enough. And he didn't Mm. allow me that dream. And either place I allow that dream to place identity is not healthy. And so that's what comparison I've found is done in my life is I start looking at other people's dreams, other people's um, accomplishments. Their journeys even. Yes. And like that may not be your, that's not for you. And even if you've been on a journey that was yours at some point and the Lord can say like, that's not your journey anymore. Mm -hmm. Like the Lord gives, he takes away. And and so he, he can search on a new journey, but you can't go on the new journey if you, if you can't walk away from the old dream. And so I've had, this book has meant a lot to me, but one thing that it said that I think is really pivotal in comparison. Are you ready, everyone? Um, Drop it. I mean, really, I'm making this really big. And then everyone's gonna be like, that wasn't that no. good. Okay. But um, just because someone else, I'm gonna air quote one, yeah. doesn't mean you lost. Oh, their win is not your loss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's yeah, that's pivotal in there because that's a scarcity mindset. Like there's yes. only so many wins out there. And yes. if they get a win, then I can't get a win. Yeah. Yeah. And so then I would, then I, so then I go from that to say this, and I think we should do an episode on this later, everyone. I'm just going to tell you this, but I think we have got to do better at cheerleading each other as moms. Yeah. And I don't, th- and maybe you just did an episode on that. I no, do apologize. I'm a big fan of that. But I do think, well, you're very good at it. And well, I think that's something we need to do better. And I think what happens if we let comparison get in the way and a way to maybe look to see if you're struggling with a comparison issue, like, can you cheerlead other people? Can you cheer on someone that they're not in the room? 
I read somewhere on social, someone was saying like in a room full of opportunities, have the friend that's shouting out your name mm. um, instead of their own. And so I start yeah. thinking about this whole idea is if we are not careful with this whole comparison trap, then we, we don't, we don't cheerlead other people well. And there's people around us that we need to be cheerleading. I mean, that from biblically speaking, we need to be building people up, yeah. but just from it's the right thing to do. I just think when you know even what's valuable for your friends and their kids. So we have friends and I, I know they really value football. I know that um, my one friend, she went to SMU. Her son got picked to play varsity football this Friday night and they're playing at the SMU stadium. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wouldn't, our family is cheering. We're not thinking, well, why isn't my son getting picked? Right. To go? Not even one so then what did I see? Like my son's excited for mm-hmm, his friend. Like mm-hmm. it, it, in surrounding ourselves with other people who think that way, mm-hmm. I think is I'm more drawn to moms when I know that this is an open conversation mm-hmm. and you're just as excited for my child to have a win when you've seen all that they've been through or that what matters to them. And they're like, oh, great. That's awesome. They're getting that opportunity. I think that is something you model as a parent, yeah. how you respond to other people's kids and then your kids will follow suit. And I've seen my boys like be excited for their friends versus yeah. like, man, they're taking a spot that I mm-hmm. could have had, mm-hmm. you know? It is. And you know, we even do it on behalf of our kids. Like it would be easy. It could be easy for you to be like, your kids are fine with it. They're so excited. And you find yourself jealous on of that mm. accolade. And the thing is, is you guys like, let's just be real. It feels like 10% of the kids get all the acknowledgement and all yeah. the recognition and all the, all the things, right? Those, that 10%. And so I'm going to go a step further and say the ones we got to be willing to cheer on the ones that it feels like they have it all because we know that's just a glimpse in time. Yeah, Nobody has it all. Totally. And the people that you might be jealous of, let's say even professionally for us, like the yeah. ones who maybe have the big book deals or the ones who have mm-hmm. the platforms. I often find they have a really hard story that got them there. Right. And you really don't want the whole thing. Yeah. If you really get down to mm-hmm. comparing every part, because mm-hmm. we just want to compare to the good parts right. and the successes and the Ooh, outcomes and good. the win. Mm-hmm. But do you really want the whole of the story mm-hmm. that got them there or what the sacrifice was or what they don't have that you do have? Like, I just think if you could narrow in on your God-given space and occupy you your God-given that. space, you're going to find peace. You're going to find peace and mm-hmm. you're going to find clarity and confidence. Yeah, she plugs that book well. I like that. Get your copy and the link in the show notes. No, I'm just yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of books, but I, I have a book coming Another out in February. One. We don't need to talk about it. Other than I will say this, I'm finding in this time the people that cheerlead like so yeah, well. That's true. And I'm, and I thought you were going to say you're finding that you should have called it something else because oh my gosh, you're living out the life is messy. I mean, literally every text I get from you is another sad thing. I feel so horrible. Well, now for you. you make it sound like I'm that friend. No, I just think <laughs> you're. I've known you before, and I know you during the season. It's been a hard season. Oh my gosh, the last two months. Yeah, the life. So I'm like, when we compare, I'm like, well, I'm doing better than Cynthia. No, <laughs> life is pretty good. No, yeah, it's the, real. I mean, you're living out yes. the message of life is messy. God is good. God is good. That's I mean. the title. That's my that's my walk at the moment. And it's funny because you <laughs> you've so- had a couple few chapters at the end. Well, you told me you were like, you know, before they print your book, it's going to get real like, you know, and it's been real, real hard over here. And it's funny because my book just started pre-orders. And so yeah. I'm like, oh, is this why? Like, this is I don't want to pin everything to that. But it would be this is like to underscore what we're talking about. This would be an easy time. Not that anybody's looking over at something again, often saying, oh, my gosh, I only wish. <laughs> but if you were to be like, man, it's. She gets to be on Heather McFadden's oh podcast and she's got a book out coming yeah, out in a yeah. few months and all these things like there's 
I tend to be one that will tell you everything, but if I was going to make that look shiny and just internet perfect, it would be easy to be like, wow, man, what's she yeah. doing right that I'm not? And I, I'm just saying, here's the, here's the under, here's the real, real, here's the real, real underneath it. It's been really hard and really ugly. Yeah. So there you go. I would, that's my two cents on comparison is figure out what, yeah. what your thing is that you compare and acknowledge it, identify it. If you don't know, ask your husband or your wife, if you're a man listening or you're whoever, <laughs> figure it out, what your thing is. And then two, like, I, I think from that, you need to start one, you need to, do we tell we all, me, we need gratefulness for where we are and what we have. And then three, I think we got to start cheerleading other people and don't let these things get in the way of it. And once you start cheering on people, it gets easier. It really yeah. does. So. Yeah. Well, I think letting go of these ideals, mm-hmm. there was another person who asked a question about siblings who don't get along. Mm. I just think in the definition of siblings, it equals not getting along. Mm. Like you're human beings in a household sharing space and wanting the attention of your parents. Yeah. And like to just start from a base of they won't get along. Because mm-hmm. what I will do is I will see a family and I'll be like, oh my gosh, their family's perfect. And they're all hugging in every pictures and they're <laughs> always peaceful and they never fight. And I get jealous. The comparison leads me to think something's wrong with our family because they don't get along. Do you get big feelings? <laughs> big feelings. <laughs> I want peace. But I think it was helpful when even Bruce was like, if you don't fight, you don't care. Mm. Like sometimes big mm-hmm. feelings come from, I really love you and I really have strong emotions. Mm-hmm. Now there can be toxic versions of this, like for, what is it? Four weddings? No, four Christmases. Oh, Do you remember when he goes to his one. home and it's like WWF with his brothers? Yes. <laughs> okay. That is not my house with my four boys, but I love that. We can movie. be verbally, you know, not so kind sometimes. And you yeah. had that where, I mean, your boys are not yeah. close in age. They're not close in age, but they're, but they, boy, they spar. I mean, it, you wouldn't think a 16 year old and a seven year old would, but <laughs> so the other day I was kind of telling you as we were chuckling about the other day, my little one got so mad at my high schooler. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I could tell like, he's getting ready to rip out something. He's going to say like the bad word if he had one. And he goes, you are not one of father Abraham's many sons. <laughs> I was like, tell me you're a Christian without telling me you're a Christian, people. And this is where we're going to introduce a new character. To our show. To our show. Yeah. Tracy. Tracy. Our Tracy. Our own personal Tracy. Shout out, Tracy Cook. Tracy Cook. Uh, because Tracy is not like in this... She's not in the cri- Christian okay. culture well, here's where we sometimes drop things and we all like, <laughs> we Tracy all know. is like one of my dearest friends and Tracy is my Jewish friend and she's awesome because she listens to all my podcasts and then she's always like, Hey, when y'all are talking about like the enemy, what are we talking about? Like the <laughs> devil? I'm like, yeah, she's like, okay. And then I realize, like, I'm realizing the words, not you and I necessarily, but even I use on my own podcast or we use together that don't resonate with people who haven't grown up in this whole like. Or even people who, with that new statistic that said of the people who go consistently to church, very few are reading their Bibles. So there's just, we can't assume biblical literacy, but then there is Christian culture. That's a whole nother thing. That's not biblical literacy. I mean, I might as well have said (laughs) that I will spank you with my phone. I mean, when I say some of these things, so you and I like another podcast. We love another podcast. We cannot recommend it because the language is just. It's got the E rating on it. It does? Explicit. Yeah. Oh, I Mm -hmm. couldn't feel worse about ourselves. Yeah. We're terrible people. It's okay. It's hilarious. And we love. Don't go listen to it. Do not listen. We're not even mentioning the name. mentioning it. It's so good. But in it, they refer to Tracy, which is one of their sisters. If you listen to us, you know exactly what we're talking and she never knows anything about Hollywood. Yes, the entertainment industry. So if they drop something that's very like insider 
Then they're like, well, Tracy, Tracy, this means blah, blah, blah. Tracy's not even on the show. Nothing. And so we, we've been laughing at that. I'm like, we have our own Tracy, my friend, Tracy. So whenever we drop Christian legalese from here on out, we're going to say Tracy. What we mean. So she might know Father Abraham as a Yes, as as a and, Jewish person, but she may not understand that that <laughs> reference is to the VBS song that is crusty as the day is long. Oh, and apparently man. we're still teaching it because he sang it this summer and he does the full spin around, sit down. And we all have to do it as a family. You know, the Father song. Abraham had many sons. Yeah. And many sons had Father are we sued Abraham. For this? I'm, I'm one, one of them. them. And so are you. She's still going. So let's just praise the Lord. Right arm, left arm, <laughs> right foot, left foot. But it was a song, Tracy. And yes. And so JB he apparently. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're not one of Father Abraham. The biggest critique he could mm-hmm. make of his brother is you're not one of Father Abraham. I mean, he's out of all the tribes. Or I don't even know what that means. But the tribes of Judah. I don't even and, know and if he's correct. Of, I don't even know what that we means. We must be but, grafted in because yeah, right. I'm not, I so mean. Anyway, yeah, they don't get along. Our kids don't get along sometimes. And you know what? Everyone, if if your ki- if they're ki- If every- your kids are fighting right now as you're trying to listen to this show. Yeah. You're okay. Someone told me one time, if you don't, when I was a young mom, if you haven't yelled at your kids, you don't spend enough time with them. And I was like, that's freeing. <laughs> because And if your kids don't fight, they haven't the, spent enough time together. Right, then your family yeah. isn't together enough. So there you yeah, go. Yeah, well, I think there's truth in that. And maybe we could put in the show notes a couple links to the connected families. They teach you how to walk them through the peace process of like how to help guide your kids yeah. in biblical reconciliation. Because honestly, sibling relationships... And what, if you have an only child, these you have friends who have kids. They are like their siblings. I know you do. And so these sibling or sibling-esque relationships are preparing them for marriage and for mm-hmm. roommates and for life in a job mm-hmm. where you bump up against people, you make each other mad, and you have to learn how to reconcile. So my thing is less, will they get along? It's, okay, they're not going to get along. How are you going to help them work through hearing somebody else's view how did their actions impact someone else? Like that's just the process yeah. of living life together. And it's so important, I think, to do it well. And I have not. But it's so important <laughs> to do it well because as adults, we should do that well. And somebody submitted that question. I think that's for another show. But we should really talk about that. Like how yeah. do you resolve adult conflict? conflict? Yeah. Like our kids are watching how we do it. And so yeah. I, I've really tried to make a point recently of not just brushing over and like, I love everyone and they're all my mm-hmm. fan. Like I'm willing to say like, that's not my person, I don't think, in this season. And let me tell you why. And here's and trying to work through that biblically on my own, but also speak it to the extent it's obvious to it's my kids. It's setting that boundary when you recognize this isn't a relationship worth working through the conflict. And then the ones that are, I've had that it? where it's like, wow, no, this person's super valuable. And mm-hmm. I'm really grateful that I pushed in and I care fronted. I think we did talk about that in one episode, right? Care fronted? Right? Did we talk about that? What's going I learned- on? What just happened? <laughs> That's from college when I was a PA and okay. they instead of, you know, confronting, you'd say you care front because you care enough. <laughs> you care enough to bring it up. Anyway. We should look that up in the Urban Dictionary. I've been looking up things. Did you know there's a word called mom petition, like instead of competition? Mom petition. Oh, I've heard someone say they're a mompreneur or a, a momaholic. <laughs> Like that they're so like a workaholic, like no but they're into the mom. Yeah. Me. Yeah. No one said of me. Well, we have lots of further discussions. We have, we have so much that we are excited to talk about. But next month, we have oh. a special. Okay. I'm going to tee this up. Next month, we're getting ready to blow your mind, folks, because it is another drum roll, please. Thank you. Heather's 10 year podversary. Woo! 
10 I feel like I should years. quit. No, I'm just kidding. No, you shouldn't. No, you know what? I literally think, were you using a tin can? Like I, I probably know. was. I what was using, using my, it? I don't even think I had a mic. I think I just had my laptop. That and was just very like into so my laptop. entrepreneurial. Yeah. I can't even say the word. I took a healthy risk. You I took, took a healthy risk. You should read that book. What Occupy Your Space. Um, <laughs> Occupy Your Space. Is that what? Did I get it right? <laughs> right where you belong. <laughs> Occupy Your Space is the subtitle. Yes. Okay. Anyway, yeah. we're gonna do that next month, and it's gonna be really fun. And I've planned a few little surprises. What? I really have. I planned a few little surprises, and so everyone. That will be coming out in November. First Friday the in first November. First Friday in November. And we're going to celebrate Heather. And you know what you could do? What? If you wanted to, people. Yeah. That I would really love. Yeah. You could DM Cynthia Yanoff. Or, uh, and you could like leave. At me, Cynthia Yanoff at on Cynthia Instagram. Yanoff. Send me just little notes of things you've loved about the podcast. Heather's, not me. About Heather's. <laughs> If there were, tell me what you love about mesmerizing. Telling me what you like about my podcast. Yeah. No, tell me things you love. We might interject some of those too. Mm. But so DM me, folks, Cynthia at Cynthia Yanoff, and then um, we're gonna we're gonna talk about all about Heather next month. Oh my gosh, so fun! All right, thanks, y'all. Bye. Thank you for getting sidetracked with us. I'm gonna pray real quick uh, over us and these issues of comparison and conflict lord i pray that you would help us keep our eyes fixed on what is ours and what is not ours to control just help us be grateful for what is good and what is going on in our lives help us recognize we always we don't always see the whole story in someone else's perfectly crafted picture which we know but we just need another reminder god please keep our eyes fixed on what is true and what and and help us to do our best with our families to reconcile when needed, to make amends when necessary, to not see conflict as a mark of failure in our homes, and to always seek you for guidance on whatever is going on in our family. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, we'll be back here on Monday. I've got a great episode I cannot wait to share with you. Super pumped about it. So meet me back here And don't forget, Cynthia's always doing her thing over at the Mesmerize podcast. Go give her a listen and a follow. All right. Adios. Bye. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com audioboom. 
all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. (laughs) 